Hey, Harry, thanks a lot for all the security you provide for us. Well, it's my job to keep all those nuts away from you. That's just the way it is. Don't play a pebble, won't pay the price. I love my muni, I think it's nice. It good to just make Back the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I four in the house, Holly G and Will Perry. We're on the eve. Well, closing in on about let's see, six hours, seven hours till tee off, one thirty five a.m. Exactly. Uh, there are some great pairings. Uh, it's going to be pretty exciting, and a guy who is covered this event numerous times. We had to bring him in for his expert advice and tell us a little bit about what we can expect from Royal Birkdale. Gary Van Sickle, president of the Golf Writers Association of America, the big cheese of golf reporters, formerly with Sports Illustrated, and the rest of his accolades, we too much, we don't have enough time. I mean, he's just so big. Hey, Gary. Yeah, I've been busy trying to get that health care bill for the golf riders through the senate so it's been a tough day good luck with that well it's been you know we just don't we just there's just too much bickering you know well um hopefully that's you know either a you wouldn't be getting run over by a golf cart or um having your arm taken off by an alligator which you know if you're living in florida these are the dangers we have to put up with yeah gary i do not not get i do not get the People do, filming the run over by a golf cart thing. I don't. I miss something. I guess I'm an old. I guess I'm officially an old guy when something's on video and I don't get it now. It's like what's as in get it as in know. you haven't seen it yet, or as in you don't understand it. I've seen it, but every why is everyone doing it? It's yeah, like, it's kind of ridiculous. What started it? What What's it all about? You know, I mean, is it supposed to be clever or funny or what? It's definitely what? supposed I, I, to be you know, funny. But now it's just it's starting to like get out of control. And all those other things, all those other things, like it's kind of boring, you know. Don't you have anything better to do? Well, more pressing question, um, and I know I shouldn't even go here, but uh, are you going to be anytime soon enacting um, a, a dress code in the press center? <laughs> I've, you know, looking at some of Doug, yeah. some of Doug Ferguson's um, Hawaiian shirts that you know probably go back fifteen years. I think we need to burn a few of those. Well, if wrinkle if we if I banned wrinkles, uh, there would be no one left in the media center. So I can't do that. <laughs> uh, we're referring to the uh, LPGA imposing a dress code, but we definitely don't have enough time to talk about that tonight. Nor uh, do we want to go that deep in the weeds because we've got a major championship to talk about. Speaking of weeds and fescue and pop bunkers, uh, how you like that segue? So what? That was pretty cl- clever and clean. <laughs> what? What? Who should we be looking at, Gary? I mean, we've already gone through ten to twelve players. Um, I, I remarked that I find it interesting that Phil, after nearly winning um, his second Open Championship last year, is not showing up on anybody's picks, which I find interesting. Um, yeah. You know, we got a lot of first-time guys that have qualified in the last few weeks, winning uh, winning tournaments here in the closing days of the weeks of the Open Championship. Um, it, you know, uh, they were talking about it. it was a wide open U.S. Open. I don't think this has been quite as wide open uh, open championship. Well, I think 
the big problem with the Open is the weather is the most important factor. And even, you know, 36 hours ahead of time, you don't know what the weather's going to be. They got great weather. You don't know what's going to happen. It's it's always a surprise. So, you know, it's funny because I was just watching some highlights from uh, the Jimmy Roberts show where they be they re rebroadcasting or a one hour version of the uh, 77 duel in the sun at Turnberry. And they're showing Johnny Miller's playing with Lee Trevino and they're hitting on 18. It's like, it's just fun watching those guys play again, but you you can't, it's, it's burnt to a crisp at Turnberry in 77. It's like playing on pavement. How, how can you predict a winner when you have conditions like that? So, although it turned out to be the best players in the game, but my point is, you went into Burkdale. They've had San Diego weather all week until now. Now the weather's supposed to get bad, and who knows? I mean, Aaron Hill is a wild card, and we got Brooks Kepka and Brian Harmon because everybody else missed the cut, I guess. I mean, it's it's just nutty. So I don't. There, we should be looking at. There's guaranteed to be one guy in the leaderboard half of the first round where people in America are going to go. Who is that? I've never heard that name, whether it's Alexander Norin or, you know, who's the guy who just got in from the uh, Scottish Open, Shinkwin, Colum Shinkwin. You know, somebody like that's going to be on the board. You're going to be scratching your head going, ah, what's he doing there? And maybe we'll get lucky and have a, you know, like Steve Stricker, who's played a lot and is kind of on top of his game right now. And, uh, you know, no one's talking about Rory and, except Rory thinks it's a good week to back him at 20 to one. I'd I'd love to sit there and say, I know something, but I can't pretend I do because I don't think you ever do at the, at the open championship. That's true. And, and, you know, Steve Stricker is not such a, you know, a a long shot when you consider, and I saw a, a stat earlier in the week on the golf channel that the open championship has the oldest average age champion, 38.7 years old. Uh, the next closest was the is the Masters at 30 years old, and then I think uh, the PGA um, is uh, 28, and the Open's 26. So I, yeah, well, you know the the Open is a lot of those courses are generally shorter. A lot of those places didn't have room, you know, like Augusta does to move tees back 100 yards. A lot of times they're baked baked crusty, like in '77. So length isn't an issue, and it brings a lot more guys into the field, plus the experience factor. Part of it's knowing where all the humps and bumps are. you got to play golf on the ground there somewhat, which we never do in America. So that, that brings, uh, that brings the, the mind of a grizzled veteran in, like a Tom Watson. He, he can stay competitive there longer. So I, I think that, that totally fits. But, again, if you, you, get them out, you, get, you play, the, play the tips on a cold, windy day and there's no roll in the everything's wet it's probably going to be a big hitter you you just can't you just can't predict the weather so of some of the the more veteran players who are in the event this week i mean you've got uh like matt kuchar and you know even adam scott having played well uh previously in open championships before ernie ells as well i mean what who are some of you know the more veterans sticking with those statistics that you might think could possibly you know throw their name in the mix come sunday well, Kuchar's a good one because, you know, he's about getting the ball in the hole. You know, he gets he's, he's, he's great with a wedge, great with a putter. You know, Justin Rose, this is where he almost won when he was 17, or he was he made a, he had a nice finish. He didn't almost win, but he was he was fourth as an amateur. 
but he's about great iron play and great chipping and great putting. He fits that profile. Uh, you know, I think Steve Stricker, you know, and, and Zach Johnson, the guy who's won two majors, and still Zach. gets no respect. Exactly. I get you know? no respect, Johnson. Uh, he does, and I said he's going to be in the Hall of Fame, and people laugh at me. It's like uh, you got to look at his, you know, he's done as much as anybody. It bothered me that he couldn't make any putts on the back nine last week at the John Deere because that's normally the strength of his game. Maybe he's at that age where that clutch putt gene is kind of eroded. But there's a guy, I mean, you would, would you pick Zach Johnson to win at the old course? You would never pick him to win there. No. That's where he won. So, Shorty? <laughs> uh, no. Me, he can win. Anybody who can make putts can win anywhere. And I think that lets a lot of guys in. And, you know, I would even say you wouldn't rule out Phil Mickelson because you just you never can rule out Phil. You don't know what he's going to do. Yeah, And Phil always does better when you have no expectations for him. So he, we're not even talking about him other than the fact that he's got a different caddy and he's taking his driver out. But – you know, Phil's there, and why? You know, why, here's a here's a catchphrase: Why not Phil? <laughs> yeah, I I really was surprised to see how many lists he was not on as I was, uh, you know, doing a little uh, little walkabout before before the show. Uh, a couple other players. Let's let's talk about on this topic. Paul Casey certainly having um, a great year, and. Um, Patrick Reed. I'm looking at guys that really, you know, embrace the the moment and the 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 majors. Um, and of course, a guy who came out really hot earlier in the year, Hideki Matsuyama. And then another one, I would say, Ian Poulter. You know, Ian playing with a little yeah. chip on his shoulder. And you know, right now it's like go for broke on everything. Well, if, if he can make putts. Like he used to, he can he can get in there. <clears throat> the worse the weather, the be- better for Ian because he's not a great ball striker. <clears throat> Excuse me, he's a scrambler. Here's another guy, and he's a great ball striker, not a great putter, so he doesn't really fit the profile. But I just something about Jason Dufner. I, I just keep thinking about him, and he won a Memorial. He seems to be back in his game, and he doesn't know he's you know he's the opposite of Poulter. Poulter, sure he's was born to win this open. Jason Dufner, I don't think, knows he's not supposed to not supposed to win the open, which is exactly why he might win it. Uh, you know, he, again, for him, it's going to depend on the weather. He, he's a pretty good chipper. If you got a three-footer for your life, he's not the first hundred guys you pick to hit the putt. But, you know, he's already got a major, so the rest is gravy. I mean, so there's, there's a, I, I like, I like Poulter. I, I don't, I don't know if he can do it for four days, but I think, uh, you know, I heard Brandel Chambly say something on the Golf Channel last night, and I'm probably going to misquote him, but the gist of it was he was talking about Patrick Harrington and how he's overachieved and all this stuff, and his point was uh, great attitude overcome is more important than great talent or great skill or great whatever. Great attitude is the most important thing to have. And, you know, Ian Poulter's got a great attitude, and that, for that reason, and in same with Kucher. I think same with Adam Scott and a few other guys. They got great attitudes. Like Jason Day's got a great attitude. Uh, Zach Johnson's got a great attitude. So I think those are guys. I like that attitude thing because now you're kind of getting into the, the whole Zen karma area where, you know, you can't let stuff bother you. You know, I don't think Dustin Johnson will let, let stuff bother him. So that's one of the reasons, he, you know, one of, the, one of the key parts of his game is 
he makes a mistake, yeah, well, whatever. I'll just eagle. I'll just birdie the next three holes. No big deal. And another Moves guy on. who very much, uh, well, I think maybe they're twin brothers of different mothers. Uh, Brooks Kepka. I mean, he's he's another guy that just, you know, low key, low pulse. Uh, so you know, there's just there are a lot of great guys to watch, and it is interesting that. Um, you know, actually through, I don't know, 45 minutes of the show tonight, we've talked very little about Dustin Johnson, considering that's all we were talking about uh, until... Uh, well, Jason Day, too. I mean, how far it seems he's fallen, yet he's still ranked sixth in the world. Well, isn't that part of how Brooks Kepka won the Open? He happened to be in the right place at the right time at the right major where the big four, three of them missed the cut, and the other fourth wasn't a factor. I mean... You know, when the the superstars don't show up, somebody's still got to win. So he wind up having to beat Brian Harmon and, you know, Tommy Fleetwood and some other guys, not exactly murderers row. Yeah, they were all playing well that week, but, you know, would it have been the same if he had DJ and Spieth on his tail coming down the last nine? We'll, we'll never know because they weren't there. So you, when you got an opportunity, you've got to cash in, and that's, that's just kind of the luck of the draw, the rub of the green. And I think we would love to see all those guys on the top of the leaderboard for uh, Sunday at Royal Burkdale. All right, Gary, we got to run. Thank you so much. Gary Van Sickle, check out all of his fantastic articles on the Morning Read, as well as the Golf Insiders blog. Listening to the Golf Insiders, 96.9 The Game. We'll be right back. <laughs> 